0: Hello there, and welcome into another episode of Mile High Hot Takes. I'm your host, Baylor, and today I am bringing you a quick review of the Sweet 16 of the NCAA Men's Championship Tournament. And we are finally, after our four days of the first two rounds last week, about to pick back up again on Thursday. So starting at 5.09 p.m. It's a nice tip-off time there for you. Uh, we have Arkansas and Gonzaga playing each other. Um, obviously Gonzaga is a heavy favorite in this game. And that is something I do. It's it's something I expect them to show us here. This is, you know, the sweet 16 is when, um, you know, you stop seeing flukes. Um, you're not going to see as many upsets. And even then for me, like, uh, like seeding goes out the window at the Sweet Sweet Sixteen, and any upsets or favorites strictly come from what I've seen previously in the tournament, mixed with a little bit of conference tournament stuff. So, yeah, again, it's a one and a four seed matchup. Um, Arkansas is a pretty solid team, uh, but you know, Gonzaga, being that one seed, able to put up damn near 90 points a game is something that uh, I think is going to be really difficult for Arkansas to handle even with their good defense. Um, So I personally think Zaga moves on to that. Punches their ticket to the Elite Eight. Um, The next one we have is definitely a surprising matchup. Um, Definitely a matchup. I don't think uh, a single person, uh, whether that be Connor, me, or producer Alex, um, had this matchup. But this is number 11, Michigan, who made it through the first two rounds, upsetting... um, CSU in that first round breaking, uh, Colorado basketball fans hearts. Um, and then they pushed through again in the next round with a really dominant showing. Um, and here they are in the sweet 16, with two wins under their belt, proven people that despite their, I mean, I was one of those people that said, I don't think Michigan should even be in the tournament based on their record. And you know what? I'll, I don't like Michigan. I'm not a fan of the big 10, but I'll give them props, man. They definitely deserve to be in this tournament with how they've been playing. Um, They are taking out the juggernaut of, uh, or taking on the juggernaut of Villanova. Um, Again, you know, seeding goes out the window. You see a two eleven matchup in the Sweet Sixteen, and you are gonna immediately want to hop on that Villanova train. But man, I would watch out. Michigan is Michigan is cooking, and um, when you don't have the pressure of success, and at this point they're playing with house money as an eleven seed, I am not. Um, I'm not ready to say that this is an easy win for Villanova. Um, wouldn't be surprised if this comes down to a buzzer beater or even overtime. Um, I do personally think Villanova does come out on top, uh, just because they have a little bit more experience and Michigan, even when they don't have, um, even when they have solid teams, usually sweet 16 is around the time where they bump out. So, um, I'll go ahead and go with Villanova in that second game. That one's at seven or at five thirty tonight, uh, Thursday night. The next one we got, we got uh, two favorites that actually made it all the way through to Sweet 16 in Duke and Texas Tech. Uh, That game's at 739. Um, Give me Texas Tech in this one, 100%. I don't like Duke this year. Um, Honestly, I'm surprised they made it out of the second round. Uh, But... Texas Tech is a really scary team this year. Um, they they are the complete package and this is going to 100% prove what type of team Duke is. Um, you know if Duke can pull this win out, I'll I'll stop talking bad about them this year. I promise. If Duke can beat Texas Tech and go into the lead eight, I will stop talking bad about them this year, but until then, um, I really am not, I have not been high on Duke at all this year, um, Texas Tech is a really good team, so I'm going to go ahead and say Texas comes out of that one, but, you know, that should be, that should be a really good game, that is, as far as seeding goes, like, that's the best, closest matchup, um, you know, people predicted these teams to meet up in the Sweet 16, and here they are, um, give me Texas Tech though. All right, and then the last one we have on Thursday um, is Houston and Arizona. That's a 5-1 seed matchup. Um, Arizona, I have them winning my entire bracket, So it's, and I'm also uh, a Pac-12 boy. So, uh, you know, it's kind of difficult for me to pick against uh, a Pac-12 team like Arizona, who I was able to watch as I follow the buffs pretty closely throughout the year. Um, you know, they really turned it up in the tournament uh knocking off a really good ucla team uh in the pac-12 tournament so you know this is this should again be a good game uh houston's a good team but um i do think this is where the run ends this is a natural fitting end for this houston team it's been a really good run cannot complain about a sweet 16 appearance i can't complain about a five seed getting into the into the big dance either so Um, you know, I, I do think Arizona's on a mission this year. I think Arizona's the best team in the country this year. Um, and I'd expect them to show that against a solid team like Houston should be a good game, but, um, I would definitely go with Arizona in that one. Uh, that one's a toss up match though. Um, as far as, you know, odds go, if I'm switching over to FanDuel here, just to kind of look at some of the odds on those first four games on Thursday, uh yeah arkansas and gonzaga gonzaga's favored by 10. um they're minus 530 on the money line which shouldn't be surprising um again that michigan villanova game like i said that game is uh they're saying this game is supposed to be closer than the arkansas gonzaga which is a 1-4 and michigan villanova is um an 11-2 and they're saying that villanova is right now coming out um as a minus five point favorite minus 230 on uh the money line as well there uh michigan's probably probably not a bad pick either on the money uh, on the money line at plus 188 or the plus five and i can also tell you man i really like that 135 i like that over on the points for that game um michigan can put it up and we all know Villanova knows how to play basketball as well. So, um, you know, that should be that's probably the game I'm most intrigued by um, on Thursday. Um, although I do think this Duke Texas Tech game, which is minus 111 for Texas and minus 108 for Duke on the money line. Uh, Duke was a minus one favorite. And. Uh, A few hours ago this morning uh now it looks like texas tech is a minus one point favorite seems like people are pretty up in the air about who they think are gonna win that game which makes sense um i personally like i said think texas tech comes out because of um i just don't think duke is super strong this year um and i think texas tech is probably a little underrated but you know uh, that should be a good game, absolute thriller. Again, that one there's one thirty-seven and a half for the over in that game, and I really like that. I really like that over. Um, it's not a ton of points for two teams that are this. This could be a really high-scoring game, so keep a lookout for that. Um, and then yeah, that Houston Arizona game again. Uh, Houston only a plus one and a half on <clears throat> on the spread, uh, but Arizona does have that minus one twenty-six compared to the one. Uh, plus 105 on the money line so you know some of these most of these games are pretty close they're really thinking that the only one that's probably going to be a blowout is that gonzaga arkansas game but hey it's a sweet 16 you never know gonzaga made it interesting in the round of 32 for you know about 30 minutes of that game and then decided to play basketball for 10 and destroyed so you know who knows who knows um so yeah that's it for the thursday's slate of games and uh why don't we go ahead and take a peek at what we got going on Friday for the second half of the Sweet 16. Okay, so we got the second slate of games coming up on Friday. That first game also starts at 5.09 Mountain Time. Uh, And that first game we got is St. Peter's versus Purdue. That is a 315 uh, matchup. Uh, we all know that St. Peter's uh, is well is well underseeded. Um, this is a very skilled basketball team um, that honestly is lucky to make the tournament because they're a small school without, um, you know. They don't play a ton of high-level people, um, you know, top 25 opponents throughout the season. Uh, so, you know, they probably considered themselves, I mean, they probably didn't consider themselves lucky. They probably consider themselves gypped. They got a 15 seed, but honestly, man, they don't care. They don't care who they're playing. Knockout Kentucky, an absolute juggernaut in basketball, especially in March. Yeah, no big deal. Um, they're taking on the number three-seeded Purdue. I personally have Purdue going all the way into the finals this year. I think Purdue is a really good team this year. Their defense is a little lackluster, but they have a mean, mean offense and keep, can keep up with anybody in this tournament as far as scoring goes. St. Peter's, however, I just don't know enough about them, man. I've watched them play two basketball games in my life that I can actually you know remember and dissect and look at. And... Yeah, they're good. They're scary. Um, I don't know how much of their success comes from being underestimated and then before it's and then the other team realizes too late. Um that it's a game and you know if you can keep it a one or two possession game into five minutes of the game dude You never know what's gonna happen. You never know what's gonna happen. Any team can win regardless of seeding Uh, it's called march madness for a reason So, uh, i'm definitely going with purdue in this game, uh, but i'm ready to eat those words i'm ready for half of my bracket to be KO'd by saint peter's, uh Because they beat purdue, um I would be surprised. I would then thoroughly be rooting for St. Peter's to go all all the way to the finals. Um, But yeah, uh, I I do think Purdue wins this one. Uh, Let's jump over real quick to FanDuel and see what they're thinking. Um, Yeah, it is (laughs) minus 950 on the money line for Purdue, plus 590. Uh, Purdue 12.5 point favorites right now. Um, Honestly, I kind of like the plus 12.5 uh, for St. Peter's, uh, that seems like a game that, you know, again, they're probably they might get overlooked at this point. Maybe nobody's overlooking them. Again, I'd like to think that everyone that makes the Sweet 16 knows that there's no scrubs in the Sweet 16. So, um, yeah, that's that's interesting. I definitely look at that 12 and a half uh, plus 12 and a half for St. Peter's if you're a bet in person, um, but definitely would take Purdue. Uh, to win this game and move on. Uh, The next game we have on Friday at 5.30 is our number one ranked Kansas against number four ranked Providence. Um, I didn't really think Providence was going to make it very far. I think I had them losing, maybe it was New Mexico State or whoever... No, that was a 12 seed Um, I had whoever their 13 seed matchup was beating them in the first round and then I actually put real life dollars on FanDuel on them to lose in the round of 32 and they did not so here they are Um, third time's a charm Uh, in my opinion I do think uh, they get bumped out in the uh, sweet 16 by Kansas Uh, Kansas is a really good team I have them going to the final four Um, they know how to play basketball and you know the last few years i feel like it has been pretty disappointing for them and they have a team that is more than capable of putting up a little bit better uh, you know end results um as far as how far you make it into the tournament uh so give me give me kansas to make the elite eight over providence and this one uh for the betting folks uh kansas is minus 345 on the money line providence is plus 270 um, Kansas is a seven and a half point favorite at the moment, which probably sounds about right to me, uh, if I'm being honest. So, uh, yeah, uh, some right in there. I feel like you go either way on the spread plus plus points or minus points. Uh, I don't think it matters. Um, very likely to hit either way. Um, I think that's a perfect line for that. Um, personally again, going with Kansas in that one, uh, then it, uh, 539 we have unc versus ucla now our producer alex has asked me to give uh, he was unable to make it on for this episode and he has asked me to give a huge shout out to ucla who he actually was it was the only the only game he got wrong in the pac-12 championship tournament was he had ucla beating arizona in the final of the pac-12 tournament And uh, they were right there, man. It came down to the wire and um, he was really high on them coming in this tournament. He said, man, they're going far. Uh, So personally, producer Alex thinks uh, number four, UCLA beats number eight, UNC. And I'm going to have to agree again, going back to the Pac-12. I got to watch UCLA actually play basketball this year and they are a good team. They're a solid team when they're protecting the ball and limiting their turnovers, Um, they'll make you pay they they put the ball in the bucket consistently and they will require you to put up around 70 at least to be in a game with them so uh not that i don't think unc can do that uh unc has absolutely surprised me this tournament i thought they they had a good chance at a I might have even picked them to be a round one exit. Um, I absolutely did not expect them to make it to the Sweet 16 if they did make it out of that first round. Uh, But here they are, Sweet 16 playing UCLA. And uh, I'm taking UCLA. This one should be a really good game. Uh, FanDuel and the betting people uh, do believe so as well as it's only minus 134 for UCLA to the plus 112 for UNC on the money line. Uh, UCLA coming out as two and a half point favorites. Um, so, you know in basketball when you can drop a three-pointer, that's really Um, they're saying it's going to come down to a one possession game either a buzzer beater or a missed shot Is really gonna is what people are thinking this comes down to Uh 141 for the over under seems freaking spot on I just said a couple seconds ago, you're gonna need at least 70 points Uh to be in a game with ucla so that 140 is pretty spot on i'd probably take that over um Iowa state uh, and Miami man Miami and Iowa honestly we have an 11-10 matchup in the sweet 16 what a treat what an absolute treat Um, I do think Miami comes out of this Uh, Miami has done absolutely nothing but blow me away this tournament their round of 32 performance was dominant and at no point did I see them losing that game no point did I see them uh show any sort of weakness and if that is something they can continue on this team has a legitimate shot at making the final four and as a 10 seed i genuinely believe that as a 10 seed i genuinely believe miami can make the final four with how they're playing this tournament if they can keep it up um honestly iowa state also surprising that they're here but um I don't think they have a chance. I think that plus that the minus two and a half for Miami uh, is very generous in Iowa's department. Minus one forty, plus one sixteen. I think people are looking at the the seeds way too much in this one because the money line only being about 200 points apart uh seems a little off for me on this one uh as well as that 133 um it seems a little low um again i think sweet 16 these are all teams that know how to put the ball in the bucket so i think around 70 points a team in a close matchup um you know that obviously breaks your over so uh I like that number, but I do think Miami kind of runs away with this game. Might be close in the first half, but you know when it comes time to turn it up, that last 10 minutes of the game, um, I really think Miami is going to pull ahead and show everyone that they are not to be messed with or overlooked. Uh, so yeah, between all of those four games we just went over and the last four from Thursday, that would be uh, the entirety of the Sweet 16. So, at this point, I'm just going to go through and I'm going to let you know what I've got going on in my bracket, kind of give you a quick little update on the group that we have. Currently, uh, the first place person in the Mile High Hot Takes ESPN Bracket Challenge group, um, duh Twitter, uh, PA Print Art, uh, currently is in the lead with 410 points. That's ahead of Alex. Uh, however, they had Kentucky as a champion and we all know what St. Peter's had to say about that uh, so second place in my book first place uh, Alex is sitting there with 400 points the producer Alex um, but he's got Gonzaga as his champion so he's got um he also has the highest amount of potential points uh left so he's been doing pretty good Um, lots of Arizona and Gonzaga champions in here. Uh, we do have three people with Kentucky as their champion. So rest in peace to those people's brackets. Uh, personally, my bracket, I got Arizona going all the way. And, um, part of that, uh, you know, as far as my sweet 16, um, I had Gonzaga in Arkansas, correct. Um, I did have Davidson in my Sweet 16 playing Texas Tech this round and not Duke, but I do have Texas Tech in my Elite Eight as well as Gonzaga. I had UCLA in this, but I also had Baylor, uh, not UNC. So um, there's two of my Sweet 16 that I've gotten wrong so far, and I also had Baylor beating UCLA. I did have Baylor in my Elite Eight, which means they are, the fir- I believe, the only team... Yep. Oh, no, Auburn. Yeah, two of my eight Elite Eight are out because I had Auburn in the Elite Eight as well. Um, But yeah, we have North Carolina playing UCLA. I had Baylor going through here, so either one doesn't really matter to me. I have them losing in the next round to Purdue. Uh, I had Murray State uh, beating St. Peter's. uh, Not beating St. Peter's. I had Murray State beating Kentucky in the second round. And uh, honestly... When we first recorded on Twitter Spaces and we did our brackets picking out live, I said if there is a 15, uh, if there's a 15-2 upset this year, it would be Kentucky St. Peter's because I was not a fan of Kentucky. Um, And you know what happened? And St. Peter's here again instead of Murray State. Uh, So I have uh, Purdue beating St. Peter's here to move on. Um, And then I had UAB in, uh, in my Sweet 16 instead of Houston uh playing arizona but i do have arizona winning doesn't really matter there i had tennessee in this next game against villanova instead of michigan and uh but i do have villanova winning so if they go through elite eights good there um i had kansas versus iowa not province in this game uh, i do have kansas winning so it doesn't matter and then the only game of the sweet 16 where i did not went 0 for 2. Uh, as I had Wisconsin playing Auburn in this game in the Midwest, uh, not Iowa and Miami. So you know, all in all, my uh, Final Four still intact, which is good, and I am at six of eight on the Elite Eight. Uh, so I think I'm doing all right this year. Um, I feel like it's been a crazy year, as it always has. Uh, no perfect brackets made it out of the round of 64 as per usual, but Hey, we are, we got plenty of basketball left to watch. I am personally excited. I hope you all are excited. Thank you so much for tuning in and we will catch you on the next one. Hello, Mile High Hot Takes fans. This is your producer, Alex, and I wanted to tell you about another show that I produce called Deep Dive. It's a music plus talk show that guides you through some of the greatest albums of all time, and it's exclusively on Spotify. You'll be able to listen to an iconic album along with the story of the album in between the songs. Search for Deep Dive Albums or click the link in this episode's description. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mile High Hot Takes. For more content, check us out on Twitter at 5280HotTakes. Got feedback for us? Send an email to 5280HotTakes at gmail.com. Mile High Hot Takes is produced by Larger Productions. Oh, thank you.